When there's an issue, Scott is all in on getting to the heart of it. This is Hamilton Today with Scott Thompson. On Hamilton's News, today's talk. 900 CHML. All right, good afternoon. It is 321. It's Hamilton Today. I'm Scott Thompson. Will on the board in the newsroom. Uh, Diana and Dave, and they will be joining us around the big round table coming up uh, just after the 430 News to talk about the issues of the day. If you want to throw something up there, feel free. We would love to hear from you uh, as far as topics on what is happening on the planet. All right, it's the time of the show where we focus on a small business. Uh, Dre Bucci joins us, owner and operator of Andy Ammo, 102 George Street in the Hammer. It is more than a barbershop. It opened in July of 2021 and offers a well-rounded experience uh, being a coffee shop, full-service bar and even a music venue when they can. They also have good, uh, they're also they also good neighbors. Yesterday they helped out. Remember we had the electric diner on? Uh, and then oddly in the news today, cause, or the other day, because their uh, heaters for their patio. Man, these people, are like they're working hard to, to make this work in the, you know, in the cold, getting heaters in to make us all comfortable. <laughs> and then they get swiped. Uh, so anyway, uh, uh, these guys obviously helped uh, set up a GoFundMe page to raise money for the new heaters uh, for the electric diner, which was awful great of them. So here is Dre Bucci, owner and operator of Andy Ammo, 102 George Street in Hamilton. Dre, thanks for the time. I hope you're well. Hey, Scott. How are you? I'm doing well. I've heard so m- I haven't been to a a shop like this, but this seems to be the ne- the next cool thing. A traditional barber shop torqued up a bit. Tell us about Andiamo. Yeah, I think uh I think the kind of concept behind Andiamo came about um when like I kind of I kind of merged my Italian culture with my my passion for uh cutting hair. Um, and I kind of just kind of spruced up the concept a little bit to just make it more of an enjoyable experience while you're waiting for your haircut. Um, it kind of turned into a little bit more than that. And um, we have a little bit more community involvement with uh, our art shows and, um, you know, our local musicians coming in, doing our jazz nights and, and uh, created a lot of good momentum with that as well. So uh, as, as I say now, we're not we're not just a barbershop. We're some we're somewhere that everybody can come and enjoy. A uh, nice coffee, a craft beer, cocktail, uh, whatever it is that they that they want to do. It's a good old fashioned gathering place. Uh, how, how did you evolve into this? How did this come about? Well, um, essentially, I started the business in uh, in July. We uh, we started building the spot in November, kind of in the depths of the the I believe it was the second lockdown. Um, a friend of mine, I was I was cutting hair at the time at a shop on James street. And, uh, I kind of had a little bit of time to think and, and, and I feel like everyone did during the yeah. first lockdown and kind of reevaluate my life and my circumstances a little bit. I had a kid on the way. Um, so a friend of mine showed me the space on George street and, and Hess village is a very rapidly evolving area. Um, so I saw a great, I saw a great opportunity to be involved within the community in that space. Um, and I loved the, I loved the, uh, the, the area that it was in. So I decided to, to, like I said before, merge my two, uh, my two passions of just, you know, coffee and, and, uh, cutting hair and Italian culture all in one. And, and, um, Diamo was born. Uh, the art of cutting hair has certainly evolved over the years, hasn't it? It has. Yeah. We kind of saw a little bit of a lull with, uh, the barbershop culture kind of through the eighties going into the nineties with the longer hair and the color and, you know, people were doing the frosted tips and the bleach outs and, and all that kind of stuff. And um, I think about around the early, you know, 2010, 2013, 
um, area, we started seeing barbershop culture coming back with the classic hairstyles and the classic cuts, the side parts, the comb overs, yeah. um, you know, the tight sides, the crop tops, all that kind of stuff. So it kind of emerged from that and got, got back into the scene and, and uh, barbershops kind of just blew up from there. And and talk about the influence of adding a coffee shop and then a full-service bar. And, and again, whatever you see fit as you continue to evolve, whether it's art, whether it's having uh, local artists or musicians in or such, uh, is, is that something that uh, you saw a lot of appreciated in Italy? You said you brought your Italian culture to this. Yeah, well, I mean, the, the Italian culture is very, there's a very strong, uh, a, a coffee influence within the Italian culture. I mean, I was, I was drinking coffee at my, uh, my, my nonna's house, Italian grandmother's <laughs> house when I was, you know, young. I mean, like yeah. six, six, seven years old, right? That she would put a little bit of espresso in my milk and, and we would kind of call it a day. Um, so I, I grew up drinking coffee. I grew up appreciating coffee. Um, and the diverse, you know, magnitude of what, what coffee can offer, what different types, what different beans, what different roasts. And, and, uh, I've, I've always been very passionate about that. And I've always saw that there is a, a pretty uh, strong need for them in, uh, in a barbershop environment. Um, and I, I figured that why not, why not merge both concepts? There was the, the Hess Village area really needed a, a specialty cafe and, uh, I thought I'd bring it here with Andiamo and, and have it in the barbershop. So do people come for the barbershop or do they come for the experience, the community experience, the cafe and such? So primarily, primarily we operate in the barbershop. So we see most of our traffic from the barbershop side of things, but we do have people coming in quite frequently um, just to get a coffee to go or come in with, you know, a laptop or a book and have a coffee, yeah. cappuccino, espresso, whatever it is. We also have a we also have a garage door, a little mini garage door that opens for walk up orders as well in the summer. Um, so people, uh, George Street is is primarily pedestrian only. Um, so people walking by will yeah. walk up, order a coffee, and be on their way. Um, so it's 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 a little bit more convenient to to get a coffee um, that way. Great idea. Dre Bucci with us, owner and operator of Andy Ammo, 102 George Street, Hess Village in uh, the Hammer. It's a, uh, a barber shop and everything else you want to kind of bring into it uh, and bringing back the character and culture of the old barber shop. Dre, thanks for the time. Good luck with this moving forward. Hey, no worries. Thanks so much, Scott. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the Hamilton Today podcast. You can listen to the show live weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 on 900CHML and online at 900CHML.com. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.